Hey, you guys, it's been a while. How are you? This is Jenny. Welcome back to the I'll Be Right Back podcast. We're just going to jump right in today. We're talking about the movie Dead Silence. I... I have such a love-hate with this movie. I, like, I love it and I hate it. And first of all, I want to pay my respects to James Wan. Like, if you don't know who James Wan is, he is, I think, like, the most iconic director of our time. Like, he did Saw. He changed the fucking game. And every film of his is has his signature. And you're like, oh, I know this is a James Wan film. Like, I just, like, love and respect him so much. And I think he liked one of my comments on Instagram. And I, like, lost my mind. I was so honored. Like, I'm manifesting that he will come on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he would get, like, a restraining order and would not want nothing to do to me. But, like, I was Googling him. Like, I just did, like, a little side Goog of him. And, like, I'm not going to, like, give this man enough credit that he deserves. But he's, like, one of the highest grossing directors, like, of all freaking time. Like, he made Saw on, like, what? A $0 budget. And it was, like, probably one of the biggest horror movies of all time. Top 10, hands down, easy. And... He did Insidious, which is so fucking iconic. And, like, we'll talk about that a little bit later because, like, you see the... Sorry, someone's messaging me. I'm rude. Anyway, he is just, like, an icon. And look him up yourself. Like, I'm not going to give the man enough credit. Like, he's probably known now for, like, Aquaman. I know he did that. Um, But anyway, he's a horror icon. And... Um, how many times can I say that? Like, I'm just kind of like tongue tied about him and I respect him and love him. And James Wan, please come on the pod. Like, I would just to love, love to like gush over you. Um, uh, and, like about James Wan, he did Annabelle, which is so goddamn iconic. I love Annabelle. Um, he did the Conjuring universe, which I think is like the highest grossing horror franchise, like of all time. Like, literally, like, the man is hit after hit after hit. Okay, as I'm saying that, we're we're going to talk about Dead Silence, which was a flop, okay? Like, it's not a good movie, but it is a good movie. <laughs> and we'll talk about it, obviously. Um, so, Dead Silence, I think, came after Saw. And I think Saw came out in, like, 2003, and... Again, like, oh my god, the picture I liked on Instagram, it's so funny because it's a picture of James Wan, like, in front of the poster, just, like, just this, like, normal-looking guy and, like, in at a movie premiere, right? And, like, it became such a phenomenon and it's just, like, such a humble, like, he just seems so humble and so genuine and I love him. And, um... Let's see, Saw changed the game for me. Like, when I saw Saw, I, 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 I've watched it a million times. And when I watched it recently, I stood up and applaud, applauded, clapped. Um, it's that. I think me and my brother stood up and clapped. Like, and we obviously know what's going to happen. This movie's been out for, like, 20 years. Um, anyway, James Wan, I love you. Um... <laughs> wow i just i just i just love you and respect you so much so okay james wan came out with megan which i haven't seen yet i really want to see it but it's about like a a a killer like doll like a little robot doll so i was like i want to watch something kind of like doll theme kind of in the doll wheelhouse and i was like i don't really want to do annabelle but um dead silence like and it has killer dolls which is like in my theme right now and okay so dead silence you've probably never heard of it i watched it years and years ago like it's i think it's on i think it used to be on netflix and now it's on amazon prime and the movie is about a man his name is jamie and he his wife dies and so he 
Oh my god, how do I like explain this in just a few sentences? There is a curse on his town, and actually, more specifically, on his family, like in regards to like a ventriloquist dummy. So he has to go back to his roots and and like deal with this like demonic dummy. Okay, so demonic dummy and Jamie. So, okay, let's just jump right in, okay? So Oh, you know what? I also want to say one thing. I was Googling this movie too, and like it didn't do well. It didn't get good reviews. Um, but it's kind of interesting because like James Wan, I guess, said that he had a really negative experience making this movie. And I thought that was like a really interesting comment. I was like, was it production? Was it like the studio heads? Was it the right like Lee Wanell wrote this movie? I love Lee Wanell. He's again like an icon. We could talk about him later and when we talk about Insidious and stuff, but really respect these two guys but i they said they had a or it might have been i almost said mr one it was uh, it must have been james who said he had a negative experience which i thought was interesting made me kind of sad but anyway watch the movie glean from it what you will and let's get started so let's jump right in. So we open on like old timey film, you know that like crackly looking like old film like 1940s film. And we get title cards. It says in the 6th century, it was believed that the dead would speak through dolls for some reason or some shit. And it's just kind of like talking about like ventriloquist dolls, like they were able to like channel dead spirits. Okay. So again, we get this like fucking iconic James Wan saw music kind of playing and you it's his signature music like it's the sign it it's not the exact saw music but it's like very similar and I'm just getting like hyped up on the music so in the credits um what the fuck I can't my notes are so stupid so the credits is like we're looking at old like journals we're looking at like plans for making like a hideous ventriloquist doll like someone is making a doll that we're like about to see in a few minutes and it's like they're putting all the parts together they're they're like sawing the wood or whatever and I see Donnie Wahlberg's name and I'm like I know this will be a good movie Donnie Wahlberg is in Saw 2 he is an icon and a legend and I love him and I was like these credits are really long. <laughs> so, okay, we're finally starting the movie. So, our lead actor, in real life, his name is Ryan something. I'm literally forgetting. You would recognize him. He was on True Blood. He was the brother. He was really good on that show. And in this movie, he's terrible. And it just shows, like, the actor needs the right work. Like, well, okay, maybe they didn't give him a lot to work with. I don't know. Like, he's very bland in this movie. I'm like, why isn't he a bigger actor? I think he's Australian, if I'm not wrong. And so maybe he's, like, a bigger star down under. But um, I was like, oh, like, he's, he's good looking. Anyway, so his name is Jamie in this movie. So Jamie is, like, fixing the drain. Like, he's on his back and stuff, like, under the kitchen sink. And his wife rock, walks in. Her name's Lisa. She looks like Mia Farrow. So in my notes, I was calling her Mia because I didn't know her name yet. But anyway, so Lisa walks in and she's like, Jamie, like, I'm hungry. It's taking you hours to fix this drain. Like, I'm hungry. And I wrote she has a terrible laugh. I don't even remember off the top of my head. But um, so she's like stop doing it like I really want you to go get me some food like <laughs> she's like takeout turns me on I was like okay where is this going anyway so they're very cute they're very like obviously in love and she's starving so she's like I want you to stop this like drain moment and go get us food but before that the bell the doorbell rings and they live in this like apartment complex but anyway the doorbell rings so Jamie opens the door and there's no one there of course there's just this like massive package that's sitting there and he's like so confused he's like what the fuck there's no return address there's no sender there's there's nothing it's just this like trunk covered in brown paper and string and lo and behold we open the package and it's our terrible horrific hideous dummy the classic ventriloquist like picture a ventriloquist in your head right now like that's that's what it looks like. It, I hate it. It's so repulsive. We'll get into that in a little bit. So Mia's like, 
Oh, it's a baby, Jamie. You got a baby. No, she's just like fucking with him. But she's like, who sent this? Like, this is so random. And we'll find this out later. But Jamie has this like history with ventriloquist dolls. So he's just like, I don't know. Like, this is so weird. Who sends packages like this? And she's like, Jamie, this reminds me of when we were kids of that poem that we would hear. And it goes like this. It's like, beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And um, she killed people or some shit. So they're all like, like, like Lisa is playing around with the doll. And I'm like, this thing is so nasty and ugly. And like, why are you touching it? Why are you sticking your hand in there? Anyway, so Jamie, we cut to Jamie going to pick up Chinese food and it's like pouring rain and Mia, her name's Lisa, why am I calling her Mia? She's at home waiting for him. So she's like, she puts the tea kettle on the stove and she has the shower on and she's kind of like bopping around. Like she's very like peppy. Her outfit is so early 2000s. It's actually really funny. Um, It's like a tank top under a tank top with like a skirt that's freaking hideous but she's like she has the doll right and she's like I'm gonna scare Jamie with the doll like so she puts the doll on the bed nasty and then she puts like a cover over him oh no no, I'm sorry she puts the doll on the bed and then she like walks away and then of course we like turn back and the doll's head is moved and she's like like that's weird but doesn't really think anything of it and she has the doll in the bed and she covers it with like a white bed sheet and she walks away. She walks by a mirror and she she's like the tiniest little skinniest thing. And she like stuffs her shirt with a pillow to look pregnant. And, you know, obviously she's like wanting to get pregnant or whatever. And she's very cute. And all of a sudden the music that's playing like starts to distort to sound like that. It gets all like distorted. And she's like, Jamie, are you home? And suddenly like all the music disappear, or all the sound, I should say, like the pouring rain, the music, the tea kettle all stop. There's no sound except for like the clock pendulum going like, and even that stops suddenly. Like it's complete silence. We're in dead silence, people. So she's like in complete shock. Like she's like, what the fuck is going on? And she hears laughter. And so she goes towards the bedroom because that's where the laughter is coming from. And she's like walking towards the dummy, whose name is Billy, by the way. We don't know that yet, but she's walking around, walking towards Billy the dummy. And he, like, it's all like in very, like, it's very fast. So, like, she gets attacked by like the bed sheet or whatever. And she gets thrown. She gets like completely like thrown across the room and then dragged back and she starts like barfing blood and we get the iconic James Wan like slow motion moment where she like turns around and then she's drugged back and then like screaming okay so Lisa's bye-bye Lisa's gone R.I.P. So Jamie comes back and the tea kettle's going crazy and uh, it's so cute he has like a red rose with him I was like oh that's so cute but <clears throat> excuse me he comes back. He's like, you trying to burn the place down, babe? Uh, but so he's like, uh, like, Lisa, hi. And she's like, Lisa's voice is like, I'm in here. And Jamie's like, oh, dinner in bed, I guess. So then Jamie's like walking towards the bedroom and he slips on her blood. And he's so confused. He's like, Lisa um are you okay and she's like yeah I'm fine like you guys at this point it's like the dummy making Lisa's voice right like we know Lisa's dead but it's the dummy like playing her voice to fuck with Jamie and so her like fake Jamie or I'm sorry fake Lisa's like I have a surprise for you Jamie and so Jamie walks towards the bed and there is (laughs) something on the bed wow I can't read my notes so he walks towards the room right and like he there's something on the bed covered in a bed sheet and so he walks really slowly there's blood everywhere you guys like he's so confused and so he rips the blanket off of Jane of Lisa and so Lisa's sitting there in like 
rigor mortis, like complete terror, like she had been screaming and her jaw is completely broken off. It's like really disturbing actually. So we do like a classic James Wan transition and Jamie is like surrounded by police, like he's in complete shock, like Lisa's body is being taken out on a stretcher and we cut to Jamie in the like police interrogation room at the police station and in walks our king, Donnie Wahlberg. And he's eating a donut. It's kind of iconic. So Donnie walks in. And he's annoying as fuck. Like, <laughs> this character is very annoying. But anyway, so he's antagonizing Jamie. And he starts, like, shaving in the middle of the interrogation, which is, like, his little shtick. It, like, made me sick. It was so gross. Can you imagine someone, like, shaving in the middle of, like, talking to you, like, doing their job while you're being investigated for murder? Um, <laughs> But anyway... So Donnie doesn't fuck around. He's like, we know what you did. You know, let's, you better be prepared with a good alibi. And Jamie is like, what alibi? Why would I need an alibi? It's like, Jamie, I'm sorry, but like, this does not look good for you whatsoever. No one will ever, ever believe that you didn't kill your wife. Like, literally, you're not, you're not getting out of this. Like, so Jamie's like, it wasn't me. But there was a package that showed up at my doorstep. Why don't you look into that, Donnie Wahlberg? And it's so funny, too, because Jamie, his accent keeps sleep, slipping, like, in and out. It's, he's like, we have to know what happened to Le- Lisa. Like, her name's Lisa, but, like, he's Australian or English. I'm not sure. No offense. I'm, like, not trying to be mean or disrespectful. I just don't know where he's from. Um, but he's like, it wasn't me. Like, the dummy had, like, someone sent me that, like, 20 minutes before. Donnie Wahlberg is like, I'm so confused. Like, you're an idiot. Do not leave town. And first of all, you said you heard your wife talk, but she didn't have a tongue. Like, Lisa's tongue was, like, cut out, which is gnarly. So Donnie's like, listen, we're not going to arrest you yet, asshole, which is, like, okay white privilege and Jamie's like this will give me more time to do your job for you and I was like okay queen like petty petty as fuck so Jamie goes back to the apartment obviously it's like all like taped off with like police tape and shit and Jamie grabs the dummy and he's like this obviously ties into something to do with his wife's murder and he goes to the box and he like rips it open a little bit and he finds that the doll came from raven's fair and folks we're going on a road trip right now we're going to raven's fair so we're in raven's fair and we learned this is like where jamie grew up and like the town is really cute it's kind of like a small town look but all the businesses are closed it's a ghost town like everything's out of business everything's closed so jamie pulls up to this like huge estate to see his daddy <laughs> And I'm like, okay, Jamie comes from money, honey. Like, we don't really know anything about Jamie. Like, Jamie has no personality in this movie. He's just Jamie. He just talks and, like, is attractive. Like, there's no passion. He doesn't cry in this movie at all. He did such a bad job. I'm so disappointed in you, Ryan. Do better. Anyway, we know Jamie, like, comes from money. He pulls up to the state and, like, he knocks on the door. And this pretty blonde woman opens the door. And he's, she's like, Jamie! And Jamie's so confused. He's like, I'm sorry, who are you? And she's like, oh, uh, I, I guess we haven't been, like, formally introduced. Um, well, I'm your stepmommy. Surprise! And Jamie's like, can I just, like, see my dad? Like, I don't know. She seemed pretty nice and cool, but whatever. So Jamie walks in, and obviously there's some sort of, like, daddy drama because he walks in all huffy and... Um, we see Papa Jamie and he's like in everything. He's that guy. Like he gets a lot of work, like good for him. So the dad, the dad's like, looks very sick. He has an oxygen mask on and he's in a wheelchair. And it turns out he had a stroke like two months ago. And, um, the dad's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't tell you. Like, I just, I didn't want to like burden you with that I guess and Jamie's like yeah dad you've been absent like you've always been like blah blah so (laughs) Jamie's like that's not why oh oh so the dad's like I'm so sorry about um Lisa like 
we'll take care of the arrangements, we'll take care of the funeral, we'll take care of the casket, all that stuff. And Jamie's like, that's not why I'm here, Dad. I'm here to ask you about this fucking poem, like the Mary Shaw poem. And again, it's like, don't let her hear you scream or you'll die or some shit like that. So Jamie storms off. He's like, he can't like stand his dad at all, like, which we don't really learn too much about. But anyway, I guess it doesn't really matter. So (laughs) Jamie storms off and the stepmom like runs after him. And she's like, no, Jamie, stay. Like, why don't you stay with us? Like, we'll make a room for you. And he's like, my dad drove my mom to kill herself. And that's the road you're taking. Like something to like that effect. And I was like, okay, that's really dark. And I don't think we really learn anything more about that. But anyway, whatever. So we cut to Jamie. He's at the funeral parlor and he well he walks up and there's like this old woman on the front porch her name is Marianne and she's like obviously in dementia like has dementia because she's feeding like a stuffed parrot and the funeral director is like oh come in his name is Henry he's like oh come in he seems very nice very lovely we love Henry and he's like what kind of casket do you want for Lisa like he's just very very kind all that stuff so they're just like doing the funeral stuff and like introducing Henry and Marianne so Jamie goes to his hotel and remember the dummy is with him like he brought the dummy his name's Billy the hideous ventriloquist doll he has he has Billy sitting on a chair And it's like, why aren't you throwing that shit in the closet, in the bathroom, locking it up? Like, why are you sitting it on the chair? Like, it's so annoying. So, Jamie's, like, looking at a picture of Lisa, and he's, like, sad, and he's, like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. So, he lays, first of all, on top of the covers, second of all, in his full clothes, like, a button-up shirt, jeans, and, like, that always makes me laugh at movies when they, like, go to bed in their clothes, like, that they just wore, just, like, I could never, we could never do that, so we get, like, Jamie's kind of, like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed, so he, like, is tossing and turning a bit, and we get, like, a little doll-moving montage, like, Billy's kind of, like, moving his eyes, and I wrote, I hate this fucking doll, like, it's so repulsive, I hope it's burned. So Jamie is tossing and turning and he's like, here's like a voice, like whispers or something. And the doll's in front of him. And then it isn't, you know, like the whole like, like lightning is going and he thinks he's just the doll, but he doesn't. And then we look in the corner, you guys, and Mary Shaw is in the fucking corner. And this is our insidious moment. Like if you watch this movie, you're like, that is so first of all signature of insidious like it's kind of cool to see all these kind of things like oh like that came kind of from that they had this idea here but they also add in here like you just you can clock their signature on this lee Wanell and james Bond. but anyway she's fucking terrifying she's this old woman you would recognize her she's in like all the scary stuff she's like the scary old lady and um jamie turns the light on and it's all back to normal like nothing's there of course so we cut to the the hearse showing up with Lisa's body to Henry, the funeral director's house. And, like, obviously he's going to prepare it for, like, burial and all that stuff. And it's in a body bag. So he unzips the body bag and he's he's just, like, absolutely horrified. I don't think we see the body at this moment, but he's, like, horrified. And he's like, no, no, it can't be. Like, Henry knows some shit. But, again, we'll get to that later. So Henry like hears some noise or something. So he goes to like this crawl space area because it's his wife who has dementia. Um, And I was so triggered by this. So she's under the house and she's like, she won't find me down here. Like she's just kind of like saying nonsense. Like she won't find me down here. I'm safe down here. And Henry's like, no, honey, like come on out. Like he loves his wife very much. It's very cute. So he gets her out of the crawl space and I'm like, that would take us like three techs and a dog no but like it's dementia patients I I have so much compassion for and um anyway so so the funeral man Henry he he like takes his wife inside or whatever and he comes back and he grabs one of those like old-timey cameras with like a bulb like flash on the end and he takes a picture 
And we get our another signature James Wan transition shot to Lisa's funeral. So we get this whole like funeral montage and Jamie is like sad, <laughs> like not crying at all, but I guess people like grieve differently, so whatever. So he's just kind of like walking through the woods and he sees Marianne, the old lady with dementia, wandering. So he goes to follow his her. And Marianne is like, did you see her? Did you see her? Like, beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She's here. Uh, she's here. And um, she, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, Marianne, what are you, what are you trying to say? Like, and she's like, ah, oh, like, she's, she's going to get you. And Henry walks up and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Jamie. Like, she, she wandered off. Like, I, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm going to take her home. So... Jamie is kind of like freaked out at this point. He's like, okay, so but then he like sees something. He walks over and he sees like this gravestone and he moves all the like vines and stuff. And of course, it's Mary Shaw's gravestone. So, cut away. We cut to Jamie. He's hightailing it back to the hotel and he sees the doll and he's like looking at the doll and stuff. And he sees its name is Billy. And we get like a driving montage and um, <laughs> back to the back to the gravesite. So. You know, this whole driving thing, like, he has Billy, Jamie has Billy, like, propped up in the front seat, and we see Billy's eyes, like, shift towards Jamie, like, I hate it. So, we drive up to the graveyard that we just left, and we see a grave site for Billy, Billy the doll, you guys, and obviously, like, his grave has been dug up, but Jamie is, like, who would, who would dig up this doll, take this doll out, and send it to me, like, what the fuck is happening? So we get we get some dead silence in this moment, you guys. Some like the the sound like goes away and Jamie's like, oh, like freaking out. So he just throws Billy in the casket and um we get like an iconic like sound cue. I'm gonna say iconic and James Wan like a million times throughout this podcast. Not sorry. So um Jamie throws Billy in the little fucking casket that was made for him and like runs away but he gets the car and he's like of course we get like billy in the window and you know because he got out because he's like a demonic doll and jamie hightails it but you know what before that i wrote like jamie is the definition of go girl give us nothing you're not giving us anything in this moment you're like not scared you're just kind of like and like drive off so whatever anyway we have that to the hotel and guess who is waiting for Jamie, you guys? It's Donnie Wahlberg waiting for him with Billy. You guys, Jamie had just buried Billy. How is Billy already back in the hotel? And Donnie Wahlberg is like, I literally told you to not leave town. And here you are. And like, why Why are you burying this doll? And Donnie's just like being annoying. And of course, he uses the doll to like ask questions and be like, why did you bury me and stuff? And Jamie's like, okay, Donnie Wahlberg, I need you to listen to me. I know you're gonna believe me, but there is this old ghost story about a woman. Her name was Mary Shaw. And she loved her dolls and killed people. And he's like, Donnie Wahlberg, why don't you believe me? And you know, you can't scream, otherwise Mary Shaw will rip out your tongue, and it's very much like a Bloody Mary type thing, you know, kind of ghost story thing, and Donnie Wilber's like, look, Jamie, I'm keeping my eye on you, I'm your neighbor, and I'm taking Billy with me, which is like, okay, so (laughs) Donnie Wahlberg is like his neighbor in the hotel, so Jamie goes back to the funeral director, and he's like, what is going on like obviously like your wife knows something or you know something like what the fuck is the Mary Shaw story what is the origin so Henry sits Jamie down and we get like a little backstory so Henry is like I saw Mary Shaw like we get like like a flashback right so it's like the 1940s 1930s whatever and he's like I saw Mary Shaw when I was a little boy and there was this huge theater and it's like one of those like old timey like charlatan what is it called like the second swing in 20s type theater where like performers performed and stuff 
And um, I'm like, this bitch, Mary Shaw comes out and she's doing the whole like Billy the puppet ventriloquist bit, you know, oh, like Billy, where are you? And Billy's like, I'm over here, mother. Like Billy's like her son in this little stupid bit they have. I was like, if I were a patron here, I would sue. Like, this is terrible. I I would die without TV. Like, let's just say that. So Billy is like they're doing this whole stupid bit and Billy is under Henry's chair and um Mary Shaw's like oh little boy can you bring me up Billy and so Henry takes Billy from under his theater scene and he brings him up to the stage and he's like oh thank you Billy like and it's like how did you know Billy's name like you know there's obviously some like forces at work here and um So Billy and Mary Shaw are doing this whole like bit and all of a sudden there's a hater in the audience and this little shit is like, I can see your lips moving. I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. She's like in the, it's her performance sucks, but she's in the middle of her performance. Like, but this little boy's being a shit. He's like, I can see, I see your lips moving. Like a little like 10 year old, 12 year old boy. And Billy is pissed. Like, Billy, the ventriloquist doll, it's obviously like Mary Shaw doing the voice, or is it? So Billy's getting pissed, and Billy's like, I am a boy, I am a real boy, like, I'm not a dummy, and Mary Shaw's like, no, Billy, like, don't get mad, and the crowd is like, losing their, I'm like yawning during my own podcast, the crowd is losing their mind, they're like, woo, (laughs) like, laughing at all these stupid jokes, And Billy, again, he's pissed. He's pissed at this little hater. So Mary Shaw, Billy's like, I'm as real as you or as you. And Mary Shaw's like, you're right, Billy. Like, you're as real as you or me. And then he, she like slowly turns towards the boy and she's like, look, who's the dummy now? So we kind of come back to present time and Henry is like, that little hater went missing Two weeks later, no trace, no sign, no evidence, nothing. And then um, a few weeks after that, Mary Shaw was murdered. And in her will, she demanded that her dolls, her so-called children, I think there's like 101 of them, were to be buried with her. And, you know, we get a, like a really good like mortuary scene montage when Henry was a little boy. His dad was the funeral director. So Henry being like a curious little rough again, like goes downstairs to the morgue or whatever. And Mary Shaw was asked you guys to be prepared like a doll. So she has this like really scary makeup on and like her jaw is all unhinged and she's all like dead looking. Her eyes are like completely painted black. Like it's, it's a very good scene. Like it's a very scary scene. Um, so yeah, she asked to become a doll herself. Like, this bitch loved dolls. So, ever since she was buried, Henry tells us that, like, the town has been just, like, plagued by death. Like, all the victims have been, had their their tongues cut out and they've been, like, posed in these family portraits that, like, Henry has had to take pictures of. And Jamie's like, why would you take these pictures? <coughs> It's like, Jamie, like, he has to take these pictures. He's, like, the the investigator. Not investigator, but he's, like, the mortuary guy. Like, why, of all things, are you getting mad about him taking pictures? Like, it's just stupid. So, Henry is, like, listen, Jamie, I'm fucking terrified of Mary Shaw. And she will continue to kill. And, like, this is bad. Like, we are so fucked. And Jamie is, like you know what, I'm going to that old ass theater, like, I'm gonna get some answers to my questions, and then Henry's like, sometimes when you go looking for answers, you end up finding them, and it's like, okay, so Jamie is driving to the theater, and then Donnie is going to, like, dig up the dolls or whatever, we just cut to him really briefly, so we cut to this, like, rundown theater, the one that we had seen in the flashback, and it's all, like, scary and dirty and decrepit and um it's the place where Mary was performing right so I was like I don't think I could do this alone (laughs) I'd be scared like it looks dirty and dusty and scary so um 
Jamie's like looking around and I'm kind of like, what is he expecting to find? Like, I guess he's looking for answers. So that makes sense. So he's like going in the rafters and shit. I think it's called a catwalk, like above in the air for some reason. And I'm like, why the fuck would you ever go on this when it's literally falling apart? But I guess it doesn't matter. So he's like looking around in this giant theater, mind you. And we get to a part where it's like, I guess, which would have been Mary Shaw's apartment. I'm like, oh my God, this shit is so dirty. And Jamie finds a book, right? Like, and of course, like a ghost walks by in the shadow in the background that he doesn't see, but we see. It's like a little jump scare moment. So Jamie finds the book. This book will come up again. It came up in the credits. It's the one where like all the drawings are of like the perfect doll. So it's like, like architectural designs or whatever, like to make a doll, like plans. I don't know what you call them, like blueprints, right? Like to make a doll. So, um, so Jamie's like looking through this book and then like, okay, so it starts off with dolls and then it moves to like human anatomy. And there's this note that's like how to make the perfect doll. And then there's you guys, he turns the page and it's a newspaper clipping of that little hater from the flashback, that little like, um, that little shit that was like, I can see your lips moving. <clears throat> I am losing my voice. Oh my God. Um, so then the sound goes out, right? We get some dead silence and we get a jump scare. We get a Mary Shaw jump scare. She jumps out and I'm like, oh my God, that one got me. And Jamie runs out like a bitch, like a little bitch. Jamie is out of there. So we cut to the funeral director's home, Henry, and Marianne is like, we don't see her. She's talking in another room and she's talking to someone, right? She's like, why can't you just leave me alone? And uh, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Um, so sorry, I had to cut away for a second. Um, so Mary's like, Marianne's like, I didn't do anything I didn't say anything and Henry is like oh my god she's like talking to herself again so um and what happens (laughs) so Henry has Billy for some reason when did Henry get Billy I have no idea you guys somehow Billy ends up in Henry's hand and he takes Billy down to the morgue and he's like we're gonna settle this once and for all and he's like looking for a shovel like obviously he's gonna go like bury him and we hear like crying in the crawl space where Marianne had been like hiding before right so Henry's like I'm sorry I yelled at you yo yeah he like he didn't yell at her but he was like honey like you have to stop like please stop and he's like I didn't want to make you cry and so it's like it's crying we're hearing (coughs) you guys I'm trying to record and my throat is so dry so I'm like, bitch, this is the fakest crying I've ever heard. But I digress. So Henry goes into the crawl space. This scene is kind of scary. This scene kind of got me. Um, so Henry goes in the crawl space and um, I'm like, bitch, you could sell the crying a little more. Like, can you be more like Marianne? Anyway, I digress. So Henry's like crawling on the floor, like looking for Marianne. And of course, the door closes behind him. And this poor old man is so scared. And we hear Billy, you guys. I hate Billy's voice. It's so annoying. It's like, ha, I'm Billy. I'm a real boy. Like, shut up. And um, we see a hand. This scene is really scary, actually. It kind of scared me. And we see a hand, and it's Mary Shaw, and she's like, your voice is mine now, Henry. And lo and behold, Henry dies. And he dies, like, the same exact way as Lisa did. Like, he's thrown back, his jaw's all, like, ripped open, like, his tongue's ripped out. R.I.P. Henry, I loved you. So we cut to Jamie, and he's at his dad's house. Why did he go to his dad's house again? I don't remember. He's like, I'm here to talk about Mary Shaw. And you guys, we learn that the little hater, the little shit in the audience was Jamie's uncle. So what happened was, is it the dad that tells him this? I don't even remember who told him this. But like when the uncle had did that, had done that, Mary Shaw kidnapped the boy Jamie's uncle and killed him to make him into a doll. And 
the the family doesn't know this they just know that the little boy disappeared and they're like this had to be the work of mary shaw i don't know why they came to that conclusion necessarily but nevertheless they did so they they killed mary they took their the family did jamie's ancestors they um took their revenge on mary shaw did that make sense like so the family thought mary shaw kidnapped the little boy so they go to get their revenge and <laughs> you guys mary shaw comes back and she took revenge on them all and she took revenge on the men the wives the children the grand the grandchildren and we have a curse on our hands people a curse that um like sucks like no one can how do we get out of this curse for god's sakes we don't actually ever learn the answer to that question anyway i digress so the dad jamie's dad's like i was trying to protect you this whole time like i wanted you to get out of this town i knew like the rest of us could never escape but you could and jamie's like i have to stop this dad and so as Jamie, Jamie's in like the giant house, right? So as he's running out, he runs into Donnie Wahlberg, who's like, where's the fucking doll? You took the doll because remember, Donnie took the doll to put in his hotel room because it was evidence. Um, this movie is kind of confusing, but bear with me. So Donnie, we remember we saw him at the gravesite with the shovel. He's like, Jamie, all hundred dolls are missing I want to know who did it and I want to know why. And I know that you have something to do with it. And Donnie's like, this ghost story bullshit you keep bringing up with Mary Shaw is bullshit. Like, what, what, like, I talked to this whole town. No one is mentioning Mary Shaw. Like, and then Jamie's like, Donnie Wahlberg, everyone is scared shitless of Mary Shaw. Like, you don't understand. This is a real good, this is a real good, this is a real ghost story. And obviously, like, Donnie, I'm with Donnie on this one, you know, it's not, it doesn't make any sense, like, it's not possible, right? So, the stepmom walks in, and she's like, oh, like, the really pretty stepmom, she walks in, and she's like, Jamie, um, actually, there's, there's a phone call for you, and they have, like, a really old phone, it's kind of funny, like, like, a literal, like, 1930s phone that Alexander Graham Bell probably had, you know what I mean? So, it's, it's fake Henry on the other end, you guys. We know Henry's dead. We know that Mary Shaw got him. So, but Jamie doesn't know this, right? So fake Henry is like, Jamie, I have proof. I have proof that you didn't do it. Like, meet me at the old fucking theater. It's like, Jamie's like, okay, like, no problem. I'll meet you there. It's like, Jamie, okay, you guys don't ever, like, go somewhere when someone's like meet me at I have something to tell you it's like no you tell me right now bitch and it's funny because Jamie's accent keeps slipping in and I'm like oh lol I laughed so Jamie's like I have to go I have to go meet Henry and the the detective's like no you're not going like you are staying right here with me bitch but Jamie like throws Donnie Wahlberg to the ground and he runs and he like goes to his car and Donnie's like I'm gonna fucking find you and so Jamie goes in his car, drives off, and Donnie Wahlberg is pretty, like, hot on his tail. Like, he's driving after him to the theater. So, um, I just thought that shit was so funny. It's like, Jamie, meet me at the, the, the decrepit theater that's, like, across a lake that you need a boat to get onto. I didn't say this before, but, like, you need a boat to get from one side to the other because there was a bridge that was there that was so shitty and decrepit, it tore down. Anyway... So Jamie gets to the theater and Donnie is like hot on his tail. So Jamie gets to the theater and he's like yelling for Henry. And um, I love that name, Henry. I think it's so cute. But of course we get like fake Henry, like over here, Jamie, Jamie. I'm like, how are you falling for this? You dumb dumb. Like it's a 90 year old man. You think he's like climbing around this old theater by himself? Whatever. Doesn't matter. So Donnie catches up with him with a shotgun. <laughs> And, um, Jamie's like, just, just like, hear me out, please. Cause like he thinks Henry is going to prove that he didn't kill Lisa. And, um, Jamie, I'm like crying. No, my nose is getting stuffed. <laughs> so we get like creepy humming, of course, like a little humming moment. And then Jamie is like, listen, Donnie Wahlberg, whatever happens, don't scream. Don't scream don't goddamn scream and so they're looking around and it's dark and scary and 
there is like dolls kind of everywhere they're kind of on the floor and then um Donnie Wahlberg like rips down this giant curtain and there's dolls in like there's like a hundred dolls in glass cases and you guys these are the missing dolls that were buried in the graveyard that Donnie Wahlberg was looking for all these dolls came back to the theater they're so fucking ugly they made me sick to my stomach to look at I hate them they're repulsive I hate them like why can't Ventrilo's dummies like look like Barbie dolls like these are just so ugly and creepy but I guess that's the point so they reveal, like, that one case is missing, obviously, a doll. It's Billy, because Billy, I don't even know where Billy is at this point. I forgot. But, so, they're all in these, like, glass cases, and it's, like, really creepy. Anyway, so, they see this other thing. They see, like, what looks like a something under, like, a red curtain. It looks like a chair or, like, someone sitting in a chair. So, they take the curtain off of this chair, and it's, you guys, it's the little boy. It's Jamie's uncle. It's the body of Jamie's uncle or his great uncle or whatever. Oh, it must have been his great uncle because they're like, we just solved a 70-year-old missing persons case because it's Jamie's relative, the one that was a hater and shouted out at Mary Shaw. And he is, like, preserved and is made into, like, a doll. Like, he has those strings on him because Mary Shaw was trying to make the perfect doll. So anyway, we, the, these two are like, oh my God, what the fuck, what the fuck is happening? I have so many notes on this movie, um, but it's fun to talk about. So anyway, we hear the clock ticking, you guys, and all of these dolls in their cases start moving their goddamn heads. So obviously Donnie Wahlberg is freaking out at this moment and he is like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? Like, all these dolls are like creepily turning their head to the left and we hear like a rocking chair moment and we look over we see a rocking chair and in it is this clown doll and it's a big clown doll I hate it so much it has this hideous red hair it's so ugly and creepy and Jamie Shaw or Jamie Shaw Jamie is like Mary Shaw I know, I know it's you. And the doll stops. Like, it's in the rocking chair, and then the rocking chair stops. And the, okay, so let me try to read my notes. So the doll is like, you guys are clever. And if, I don't even know if it said that. That's what my notes say. I feel like it didn't say that, but whatever. And Jamie's like, what do you want? And the doll is like, to silence all those who silenced me. And I was like, okay, fair. Like, she wants revenge. So she's like, it's so hard to construct the perfect doll. Sometimes you have to use existing parts. And Lisa, uh, oh. <laughs> and so, like, we get, like, a little montage of her, like, with um, Jamie's uncle. I'll call him Fred. Fred is, like, preserved. And she's feeding it, like, fake feeding it because he's dead, right? He's a doll. And, and oh my god, you guys. So Jamie's like, why did you take Lisa? Why? Why her? And Mary Shaw, the doll lady, is like, come closer and I'll tell you. And Donnie Wahlberg is like, don't go there. And I that made me laugh. Because he's like, don't go closer to the doll that's talking to you. Like the demonic doll lady. So, and you guys, again, anytime someone says like, come closer. Like, don't. Like, you are going to get kidnapped. So... he's like getting closer to her and she's like I'll whisper it to you and so Jamie's like coming closer right he's coming closer to this doll and she's like you weren't the last ashen in the line the last ashen was inside of her so you guys Lisa was pregnant like so the fucking bitch killed her because she she's killing all the people in this family right and the doll, like, it sticks out a tongue. It's so gross. It's, like, a foot-long tongue, and it licks Jamie, and it starts, like, laughing. And the doll, oh, my God, it's kind of creepy. Like, Mary Shaw is behind this clown doll, and she has her tongue sticking through the doll, and it's, like, bleh, and it's rising up. It's such an Annabelle moment. You know what scene I'm talking about when Annabelle starts rising from the floor, and it's so scary. So... 
Jamie's like, don't scream, don't scream, Donnie Wahlberg. So Donnie Wahlberg, like, busts out his shotgun, and all of the dolls are starting to, like, become demonic-looking, and Donnie's like, what the fuck, what the fuck? He doesn't understand, like, what is happening. And Jamie's like, destroy all the dolls, like, shoot them all. So he starts, like, lighting them up, right? He starts, like, destroying them. And, um... At some point, something catches on fire. Like, of course, we get, like, a fire moment. And Jamie's dead, like, uncle man, great uncle man starts, like, walking towards them. Like, it's just, like, a whole, like, horrific, like, doll horror show. So, um, this movie, like, turned around for me in this scene. I thought it was just, like, a really good, like, scary scene. And we get, like, Mary Shaw, like, levitation walking. And, um, because she's, like, chasing after them. So, um... They're, like, running over that, like, catwalk, right? And Mary Shaw, um, really suddenly, like, or does she grab him? Or he falls. Like, Donnie Wahlberg falls and he screams, so he gets got. Like, Donnie Wahlberg is gone. R.I.P. I love you, Donnie Wahlberg. You're, you're an icon. I would love to meet you. Anyway, I digress. So, Donnie Wahlberg's gone because he screamed. And then Jamie is up on the catwalk but he pulls himself up but of course like Mary Shaw scares him but he like doesn't scream he just falls in the water so um oh my god I've okay we're almost done I know this is like a really long recording so Jamie remember this theater is is like surrounded by a lake or something so he he's underwater for some reason because he fell through like the shitty floor and I'm like Jamie what are you gonna do you have like four dead bodies on your hand you have lisa the coroner um donnie who's the other one i don't even remember so you have like at least like three bodies like all died similarly like you are so fucked um so jamie like swims to the shore and um we get like the iconic like saw type music and jamie is like in the car and he's like there's one left billy so jamie goes to the funeral parlor because billy is at the funeral parlor for some reason i don't remember why and he's oh he doesn't know henry is dead for some reason he should probably know that but whatever he's like henry henry and then um so we hear crying in the basement and it's Marianne like crying over Henry's body and I'm like okay this is our third body and Jamie's like Marianne where's Billy and she's like he's with your father it's like okay so okay it's like storming and it's like scary so Jamie rushes to his dad's house the really nice like old looking timey house and Jamie's inside the house and we get dead silence you guys so Jamie's like looking around in the dark and um we just hear like Jamie's footsteps and Jamie walks into his father's office and he sees what looks like a chair covered with a sheet and he's hearing like voices but like we can't really tell like whose voice it is and Jamie like goes over to this like thing and he reveals like a baby carriage and Billy of course is laying in it and he we get like a Mary Shaw like float walking jump scare but Jamie throws Billy in the fire and she freaks out and like her nasty tongue is like Aah. so I'm like is this it like is Mary Shaw done did they have to kill the dolls to get rid of her I guess that makes sense but anyway the movie's not over yet so um Jamie's father is just sitting in the middle of the room. He's just sitting in his wheelchair. And Jamie's kind of like, dad? And then, you guys, like, the dad is dead. He's been dead this entire time because, like, Jamie walks over to his dad and he sees, like, a wooden rod and, like, his dad's skull is, like, completely, like, carved out. Like, his spine is gone and everything. And we get, um, we realize that Mary Shaw has been the stepmother the whole time. Like, somehow she was... Okay, this, bear with me. This doesn't make sense. I didn't write this movie. This is just what happens. We get a whole montage reveal of, like, the stepmother has been ventriloquisting the dad this whole time that we've seen her. Like, in every scene, she's sitting next to him. And, like, I guess that's how she's, like, ventriloquist him. She's making him a puppet. Okay, like the Mary Shaw has for some reason been the stepmother making his dad a a doll, like a, a ventriloquist doll. And I'm like, okay, so 
is this uh so this is me like processing this movie right now okay but anyway so back to the movie so we reveal and then jamie's like it was you and then um marianne or i'm sorry mary shaw's like now who's the dummy and jamie screams end of movie that is the end of the lineage apparently like i guess mary shaw got everyone you guys like a very sad ending r.i.p jamie i was rooting for you i mean you did not have a good outcome coming but like i wanted you to pull through so i don't know i just like love i I love this movie. It's it's not a good movie, but like I like it. It's like a fun movie to watch. I think it's like an hour and 35 minutes. What did you guys think? Let me know. Have you seen this movie? I'm going to Google Jamie really quick because I wonder what he's doing. Ryan um let me see. Ryan um I love like live research. How fun for you guys. Quanton, I think is his name. Um, um, my, my internet is working. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm sure he's doing great. He's very attractive. He was like on True Blood. I remember that. Like, great body. He looks great. Um, James Wan, what is he up to? What is he not up to is the question. Um, I'm pretty sure he's Australian. I feel like he's just such a cool guy. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. If you guys have seen this movie, again, let me know. Thank you for listening. We are going to go transition into the don't look at me portion of this podcast where um, I read a little bit. So family, this is where I say adieu to you. I love you. Um, And we're going to get into some fairy porn. So I'll let you leave. (laughs) Okay, you guys, are they gone? So, okay, I'm reading this book. It's called A Ruin, A Throne of Ruin. And this book, it's the second book <coughs> in the series. I think there's four books. And this is the second book. And it's a it's based on the Beauty and the Beast story. So it's not really fairy porn. It's more like a fairy tale, if you will. Um, so it's based on the on the Beauty and the Beast story, so, like, I don't want to explain it, it doesn't really matter, none of you care, so we're just gonna jump into this scene, and, um, (laughs) I was reading this on the airplane yesterday, and I was dying, so, um, let's just jump right in, his hand touched on my knee and slid down my inner thigh, I'd always wondered what it would feel like to have a woman, wait, Okay, sorry. Let me start over. His hand roamed over my newly shaved pussy, his thumb (laughs) circling over my clit. His fingers dragged down the side, and then his hand turned, fitting two fingers into my wetness. Mm, Baby, you're already so wet. (laughs) He pulled his fingers out, and his two hands gripped my ass. His hot mouth fit over my clit and sucked in pulses. I moaned his name, arching, as he ran his tongue down my slippery folds and pressed it into my opening. His soft growl sent shivers of desire racing over my heated flesh. He dipped lower still, tickling my asshole before prodding it. I've always wondered what it would be like to pump my dick into a woman's ass, he whispered, moving back over up to my clit. His thumb circled my asshole before popping it in. Teamed with his mouth sucking on my clit, it was strange, but an erotic sensation. This evening, I'll find out, he said darkly, pulling away. I was breathing hard, incredibly tight in some places and pliant in others, waiting for his next touch excited to be used for his sexual pleasure like he'd let me use him in the woods scene this movie this movie this book is a 10 out of 5 on the spicy scale it's so spicy i love it it's so good um again it's called okay fuck i lost my place now because i use a kindle um anyway I let's see what day is it it's January 15th 
is it 14th and I was supposed to write a page a day of my own erotic novel and I haven't which is kind of disappointing because I really want to write one should I start writing one now if I do a page a day I'll have like a 350 page book so I think it's a win-win um oh my god I lost my page because of you guys <laughs> that's so annoying um I'm just sitting I've literally been laying in bed all day because I'm in town for a party and I have nothing else to do um anyway I guess this is where I'll end things um follow me on instagram what's my instagram jenny loves turtles um please subscribe to my only fans i think it's jenny loves cats it's like a week free and like five dollars a month you're supporting my education and um i show everything pussy tits ass um maybe i'll do a sex tape i don't know anyway i love you guys i'll be right back will you